Good afternoon, Patriots, and today is Tuesday, right? Yes, Thursday. I said Tuesday, it's Thursday. Thursday, September 7th. I can't even keep my days straight. This week's going so fast. Thursday, September 7th in the year 2023. Glad I can read a calendar. That's good. Patriots, I want to remind you that starting tomorrow, beep, 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 like this would be like red alerts for everybody. Starting tomorrow, bended knee is now at 6 a.m. beginning tomorrow. And it will stay that way. So from your point going forward, this is your last bended knee at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern. Tomorrow morning, it begins at 6 a.m. So that's 6 a.m. Pacific, 9 a.m. Eastern. For you Eastern folks, you're going to be comfortable. I already had your breakfast, chilling. For us West Coast folks, that's going to be like heavy-duty quad shot, multiple quad shot time, ready to rock and roll with Jesus as the sun rises. That's what we're talking about. So starting tomorrow... Starting tomorrow, we need to be here nice and early. If you're on the West Coast, 6 a.m., you're going to be here. Going to start the morning with some Jesus, and I guarantee you, I'm just giving you a heads heads up. When I get up early like that and I see the news, I usually have a pretty good edge of snark on me, so be ready because I'll tell you, this stupid is getting crazy. So here we go. So tomorrow, someone said they'll catch it later. That's the beauty of a podcast. We'd love to have you in chat, but it's also the beauty of the podcast that you can still share the family with us, even if you aren't there live. And, and it's been suggested that we have upgrade the quad shop to an octo shot. I think that's probably going to be real. Octo shot with cream. Octo shot with cream. That's that's a octo breve is what that is. That's good. So all right, we're gonna we'll see how many people show up. Well, we're gonna find out. Like this is gonna be like Gideon's army. Who's gonna show up? Who's going to drink the water while looking? It's going to be that sort of thing. All right. Time to dig in tomorrow. Starting at tomorrow, 6 a.m. Pacific, 9, p, 9, 8, 9 a.m. Eastern is bended knee going forward. Okay? That's good. And then you also want to make sure that right now that you are very hyper aware of the ridiculousness in our world because there's a lot of it going on. And that's why we know that we are dealing with psychopaths, and that's why that you're going to need things like EMP Shield, empshield.com, empshield.com. Head on over there, use your PARDS code, B-A-R-D-S. You're going to take advantage of the great value that's that gives you $50 off on a unit plus free shipping. And it's literally the item you need to secure yourself in this time of crisis. We are into a crazy world. And we're going. it's getting crazier by the day as the system begins to collapse and more and more things start to happen. Remember, EMP Shield protects you from lightning strikes, Level 1, 2, or 3 EMP and also solar flares. And right now, lightning strikes are more common than the worry for EMP. We just had 1,050 of them hit Oregon in a freak storm that lit off about 20 fires and other things. So, again, empshield.com, great site. All the uh, information for installation is there. They're easy to install. You can get it for your ATV, your car. You can get it for your RV. You can get it for your generator. You can get it for your ham base station. You can get it for your solar systems. All these things, it's great. Have them, get them, put them on for your house. And they provide whole house protection as well as protection for individual systems. It's definitely worth the time and money. It's a low-cost insurance policy considering the times we're in. So, again, empshield.com. Take advantage of that. $50 off with your promo code. Free shipping plus an additional 10% off right now site-wide with the continuation of the Freedom Sale. All right. Now, Patriots, I want you to, speaking of lightning strikes, take a listen to this. 
Last night I posted a video of a very not normal lightning storm, one after the next after the next. And I said in my caption, this just doesn't feel right because it didn't. But the creepiest part about my post besides the lightning was all of the comments that I started getting. So I asked people to send me emails of their videos. Bunny from Genesee County, Michigan had an extraordinary storm that left 700,000 people without power, along with seven confirmed tornadoes. Now this is creepy. At the time of this video, the radars at weather.com were completely clear. Here's one from Boise on August 26th. I went to bed around 11.30 after watching it for two and a half hours. I thought it was eerie. Here's one. We were riding home from Bear Lake on our four-wheelers a few weeks ago. It looked and felt very close, but there was no noise of thunder. It was beautiful, but like nothing we'd ever seen and gave a really weird vibe. Here's a creepy one. My husband has worked in the energy distribution field and overhead lines for many years and said he's never seen something like this. There was no thunder. It felt off. There was more damage done to the energy grid than in super storm Sandy. Maybe the reason why so many people around the country and the world are saying that it feels off is because it is off. Oh, and then in completely unrelated news from the New York Times in 1959, lightning set off by cloud seeding silver iodine used in tests in Arizona, scientists report on tornadoes. And in this article, it was nine times lightning output. Nine times. Weird. Yeah, it's weird. It has nothing to do with cloud seeding, it has nothing to do with chemtrails. It's just strange. It's got to be global warming, and that's why you need to eat bugs, because bugs don't cause lightning, and bugs don't cause cow farts, and therefore bugs are good for you. You want to have bugs. You want to have cricket bread. You want to have all those good things. Get your protein from bugs. <laughs> and that's, I swear the logic in this stuff is outstanding. I really, I really can't understand people too well, and I, but other than to say, you know, we pray for you, but for those of you that believe in bugs, you're just retarded. And that's okay, because even God loves retarded people sometimes. So anyway, that's that's it. So we've got retarded people trying to have us eat bugs because bugs apparently stop lightning and bugs prevent cow farts from warming up the globe. That's it in, the, in summation right there. And oh, Lord, if you love retarded people, you've got a whole bunch of them on this earth. Trust me, you're going to be busy in heaven talking to retarded people. Oh, my goodness. You know, you do need to remember this. This is important. We're food. I said this the other day. We are food. So when you take a cow and you get a cow ready for butcher, many people feed it corn and grain. It's called finishing. <laughs> we, uh, I would suggest that if people are eating bugs, you're probably being finished to be served to the lizards. Just saying. All right, patriots, let's pray. Father God, we are come to here today very humbled and blessed for the time in which we are in and just thankful for the assembly that we have here that we continue to have. And Lord, it, this is such an amazing time that you have us in as we watch this clown show unfold, literally. We just ask that we can, as a prayer today, we begin by keeping our sense of humor and not getting too wrapped up in the dramatic and the stupid, because there's plenty of it. And Lord, however you feel about this, I am just going to say that we feel pretty strongly that there's a lot of retarded people in this world that are probably fill heaven. We hope that they will find their way. But in a better way, we would really like to enlighten them into the love of heaven and to truly be a place where we can see people awaken and understand the true love and nature of Christ and the wisdom in which you provide. Father, we are walking in an interesting time right now, a time where we are truly seeing the truth and the truth is being exposed on a daily basis. And the more that we see, the more that we realize that this world that we are in is a complete and total lie. The only true sense of that we can find in truth is to anchor ourselves in Scripture and to walk in the Word. 
And so, Father, as we pray today, we're praying for that continued alliance and alignment in with the body of Christ as we walk truly in the power of the Holy Spirit and walk in this world, not of this world, but in this world as children of the Most High. Father, this is a time right now when there's so much being displaced, there's so much being torn apart, and there's so much that is falling, and it is only going to get more extreme. So, Father, there's going to be increased levels of violence. There's going to be increased levels of breakdown. We're going to likely, as a nation, learn the words poverty, starvation, even, even hunger on a daily basis. So, Father, our prayers right now are for the many, obviously, that, we, that they will turn to you in this time and seek your face and truly understand that you shall provide all that we need, even though it may not be what we want. To understand that we are in a world filled with mammon and rather than a world filled with the love in Christ, and it's one we have to make a choice of whom we shall serve. And truly, this, this system that we're in is constantly offering its hand for more mammon and not more relationship in Christ. Of all the religions in the world, of all the faiths in the world, the singular most targeted faith are the Christians, and it's for a good reason. It's because we, our relationship with you does not give us an allegiance to them. And we have no interest in them, nor do we have any interest of being part of them, as we know that we've already been given life through the sacrifice on the cross and the blood of Jesus. So, Father, we just ask that that true sense of what that is weighs on us heavy, heavy and gloriful equally, that we realize the responsibilities that we have in this world, that this is not a time to sit aside. This is not a time to raise our hands and say, I'll wait for Jesus to take me home. This is a time for us to stand to and stand against this enemy, to be bold, to be mighty, to be the Davids, to be the Joshuas, to be the Gideons. And to truly follow your word as we walk in this fight, understanding that each of us has a place and a critical place in this fight, that each adheres your word and is guided by you as a critical part of this great victory that we're bringing upon the earth. Father, this is an evil of unprecedented nature that has exposed itself, that has been here for years. It's not new. It's only new to us. It's new to us because for once we finally have eyes to see and eyes to see clearly. So, Father, we just ask that continued discernment as it's placed before us to be able to walk this path, to be able to separate out that which is evil, truly evil, and that which is needing to be guided back to the foundations of Jesus and then be saved from the trapped and encountering of the demons. And there is plenty of demonic work. Father, we also ask for a clarity and, an and people starting to accept change. This is a critical time that... We are having to confront the fact that much of what is in our world that we have become reliant on, be it technologies, be it conveniences of the supermarket, be it as supplements or even medications, these things are all corrupted. And so, Father, this is a, a prayer of a prayer, so to speak, where we pray today that people will hear these words, that we need to take time each day and pray over the things that we used as we pray over food. We need to pray over our computers. We need to pray over our vehicles. We need to pray over the items of food when we bring it into our body. We need to pray over our, our laptops and our, and, our, and our cell phones. We need to put the blessing upon them and, and protect a hedge of protection around them to cast out the demonic and separate it from the influences of the demons. And so, Father, this is a, is a place here that as we take a proactive role in our life to start putting heaven and kingdom first, we need to be able to establish those areas that we can operate in without constantly being on the defense and attack that comes from the demonic realm. Father, in this world that we're in right now, this fallen world, we also need to keep our eyes truly on what victory is about. 
We have to, we pray that we'll continue to keep our eyes on Jesus to understand that we are overcomers and not be submitted to the ideas and ideologies and influences of the spell casting that will be that tells us that we can't that, that they are bigger than you that they are greater than us. Father, we were given dominion over evil. True true dominion over evil. You gave that to us. Jesus gave that to us and yet we continue to fall as we as we give these people bigger credit than they are. We tremble in fear over the threat of violence, the threat of action, instead of standing up boldly and casting it out and proclaiming ourselves to be the children of the Most High. And as we can fail to do that, each step, they grow in momentum, not necessarily power, but in momentum. We're in a critical time right now, Father, when this momentum, this tsunami of evil is coming at us to a large degree because of us. We have failed to stand. So, Father, we pray now boldly and mightily in this hour that we will continue to rise up to be strong in this hour, to face this evil, to pray against it, to raise our hands, to rebuke this evil, and to reset this world back to the principles of what is needed. This is your world, not theirs. And yet they see this as the greatest trick they've ever pulled to convince us that they control this world and you have no dominion here. So, Father, we it is on us right now to awaken from that dream, to awaken from that, that sense that somehow we are not able to change things, that we must be at the mercy of their hand, that we must be the victims of their pain, and that we are somehow unworthy. So, Father, I rebuke that in our prayer today. We rebuke those thoughts, and we instead fill those things with we are worthy, that we are the children of the Most High, that we are in an hour now when more than ever this is a mightiness we must stand to in the blood of the cross and to breathe in the, the power of the Holy Spirit, to stand against this evil and to be mighty and to trust in you to deliver that justice as we have been told over and over. But Father, we must stand and do our role. So we pray for the rising up the warrior hearts of Christ in a mighty and critical hour in this nation to be able to stand as the remnant, to stand with you, and to not bow, to not lean in, to not lean away, but to lean in, and to truly be bold and mighty against an evil that has to be checked, it has to be rebuked, and has to be cast out ultimately to the lake of fire. Guide us and protect us in this hour, Father. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Well, patriots, if you can't feel it, there's big things happening. And part of that is Bard's Fest. It's coming. There's a lot of things coming. There's a lot of interesting things, too. It, uh, there was a piece here. I'm going to play it, and I, I don't know how much. I may have to read some of it to you as it goes, but it's pretty crazy what came out here. So take a listen to this. What's the deal with September 23rd? What's the significance here? I posted the video where I was asked by the man in my dream if I would like to live stream the end of the world. And I said, sure, when? And he said, mid-September. And I told all my followers that. And they're sending me these videos like nonstop. Everything is supposed to be happening in the third week of September. Damn it, man. TV show Big Bang Theory, an asteroid strike is expected September 23rd. In the movie Seeking a Friend for the End of the World, an asteroid strikes September 23rd. Julia Julia, a meteor strikes September 23rd. Knowing, solar flare strikes September 22nd, lasting until September 23rd. Little Shop of Horrors, humans are threatened by an event September 23rd. Tomorrowland, disaster strikes September 23rd. 23, hell will arrive September 23rd. Sleepy Hollow, a dimension opens up September 23rd. Ghostbusters. Evil is released on September 23rd. 
This is the end. 923 is the date the rapture happens. Pandemic. Outbreak starts September 23rd. Either fake aliens, fake Carrington event, or fake asteroid September 2023. I even got one today that said World War III was going to happen. Shit. I don't know what my reaction is supposed to be here. I'm kind of freaked out a little bit. You may or may not have to pay rent in October. Just say it. That, that dude needs to come to Bards Fest. That's what his reaction should be. It's Bards Fest, September 21st to the 23rd. Be there and enjoy the meteor and enjoy the end of the world. Enjoy the rapture. Enjoy the whole thing. Come with us. Be with us. We'll raise hands. We'll pray and we'll be together. And by the way, and someone says it's a psyop. Of course it's a psyop. But it sure is fun to play it over Bards Fest. My goodness, it's so much fun. And by the way, we're going to have all sorts of awesome special forces and special operators there with us. So don't worry. We'll arm up and we'll take the country back. This will be awesome. So anyway, be at Bards Fest, September 21st to the 23rd. And if for nothing else, be there because the movies are telling you it's the end of the world. And where a better else place would you rather be than with fellow B-dads hanging out? Tickets are on sale. They're $100. And for a donation, suggested donation, okay? Whatever your heart calls. Remember, we turn nobody away. That's it. And that's the way this works, and it always works wonderfully. So if you can't afford the $100, donate what you can. And if you don't have any money for tickets, please contact us because we do have extra tickets, and we will make sure that you are taken care of. We want you there, truly. This is a great event. We've got a great lineup of speakers. It's coming, and it's getting better. And I'm... Someone says they're having trouble ordering tickets. I don't know why. Just email us. Email Hannah at BardsFM.com. H-A-N-N-A-H at BardsFM.com. So and just make sure that we are there together and having a great time. We're going to raise up. The, the, we're just. This is literally the theme is preparing the saints for the work of the ministry. That was a word given to us to name that for this event, and we're excited about it, and it's going to be rocking and rolling. So apparently, like I said, the movies are telling you it's the end of the world. I know where I'm going to be. I'll be at Bards Fest with some really awesome coffee that I will have just roasted the weekend before, by the way. That's going to be cool. And we're going to be there with amazing people. Conley's going to be running the grill. That's going to be good. That should be really interesting. And a great lineup of speakers. You just can't get better. So we're ready. Join us. Be there. It's going to be so cool. And you're not going to miss it at all. So... Anyway, all right, Patriots. So we are continuing on here, and I want you to hear this. This is pretty interesting. And a patient got stabbed in the heart. When I walked in the, in the ER, the surgeon had his chest cracked open, mm -hmm. and he had his finger in the guy's heart. Mm -hmm. and they pronounced him dead. He was a young man, maybe 22, 23 years old, drug deal that went bad. He died, and the surgeon was a Christian, Dr. Forster to be exact, said we're not going to let him go without a fight, so we took him to the OR, took him to surgery, pumped him full of blood, got a pulse, uh, tied the uh, hole in his heart up with a suture, and, th and since I was on the surgery unit, I had to wait until he woke up. After about four hours, the guy woke up, and he looked me in the eye, and he grabbed me, and he started crying, sobbing, and he said, I met the devil. And I said, what do you mean you met the devil? He said, I saw you working on me. I was dead. I never prayed. And he could feel, he went straight down into hell. And he, and he said he looked in the eyes of the devil, and he prayed. He said he never prayed before. It was never spiritual. And he said, please, God, I'll change my life. And he felt an angel or a hand pull him back up. 
and that's when he awoke. And it was the most amazing experience because he was he was legit. I mean, no one makes up something like that. And last I heard, he's completely changed his life. He gave his life to God, and I still to this day the look in his eye when he woke up, the terror. I'm absolutely convinced that he did meet the devil in a patient. There you go. It's real, man. People are starting to get it. This is not a joke. This is not some sci-fi event. This is all real. And people need to understand what the consequences are, what's going on. I want you to hear this piece. This is important. Hey, I had an interesting, co I mean, an interesting conversation with a cop yesterday. Very nonchalant, very out of the blue. I was standing there getting me a Red Bull, and he was drinking, drinking his coffee. And I was asking him, I said, what do you think is getting ready to happen in society and to this country? And you know what he told me? Blew my mind. He said, everything is getting ready to go to hell. Most of the people in his department are a part of the secret brotherhood. He says that he can't talk to them about anything. But he is a believer in Christ, and yes, he is a white guy. And I do salute him because he believes in the total truth of the Bible. He said that when this stuff happens, he is going to get his family prepared. He said the police department is not going to be anywhere around to help anybody when martial law starts because they're going to be focused on their families. You got to understand, the police department, uh, these law uh, offices, these pr uh, policemen, they're going to be food on the table too. So he basically told me to keep my head on a swivel and stay woke. Stay awake. Don't stay woke. Stay awake. Stay focused because this is getting crazy and it's getting crazier by the day. Now I want to end with this piece. This is outrageously funny. This is three minutes and 25 seconds or so. I want you, I've got to give this teacher like the teacher of the decade award. It is that good. So take a listen. This is a traditional teacher. She's a black woman, just solid in her faith, talking to a confused white transitioning thing. I don't even know what the hell it is. So take a listen. Right now that you're done, well, she'd like to get her presentation. Are you ready? I'm not a she. You're not a she? No, I already told you I go by they, them. They and them. They and them mean multiple people. Um, no, you, my pronouns are they, them. There's no such, no such thing, no such thing. Yes, there is. So, like I said, are you, which is a she, no. ready to give her presentation? I'm not a she, like you go by she, her. So when we talk about the teacher, the teacher said this, she said that. I go by they, that. So you can ask me, or if you don't get it, you can just say my name. You can say, Parker, would you like to present now? That makes no sense. What would you think? That's none of your business. When you came out, your mom, that is when you came out. What were you Why are we talking about this right now? Because I asked you, were you ready for your presentation? I am ready for my presentation. And I'd like I you to respect you what I go by. I am. You're not, though. You, you, she, you, no, her, no, um, they, them. You can ask. They and them mean multiple. Multiple. Uh, teacher, this is a like, new, important thing. Like, well, it's, it's not important to me because I'm old school. And they and them is considered multiple You might people. not want to say that though, teacher. It doesn't really kind of go well. You're right? being so really, close-minded right now. I'm not being close-minded. You I'm are. Being, you're being too open-minded. You, you're so open-minded. Open -minded. Yes, you are. I, and no I agree. Being that don't make no sense. I don't know what they and them mean. Is she? No. Him? No. Her? You know what? Myself? Sure. You, can, you can call me a he-him if you feel so inclined. How about that? He-him? Sure. 
It'll, it'll start you in the right direction of calling somebody something that they're more comfortable with, even though you're not. Because it's not about your comfort, it's about my comfort. It's not about your comfort. I you're in my classroom, and as my in my classroom, I'm you are a her or she. I don't identify as a she or a her. Please oh don't my God. That. I'm gonna call you, you what you are. Parker, I'm gonna you call, can call you me what? by my name. Miss Parker. No. Yes, Miss Parker. I don't like that. Are that you ready for your presentation? That makes me uncomfortable. You no, what's ask. making me uncomfortable is you talking about them and the how is that making you uncomfortable? If I'm because talking I'm talking myself. to one single person. Which exactly. Is her? No. She? A beautiful no. young lady? However you want to put it. I, I want you I to do your presentation. Any of that way. I want to be called. It's not what then. you want. Because right now you're in my classroom, my Habitat, my own, right now, and as such, you are going to be addressed as Miss Parker. No, she you just call me Parker. Her, if you're uncomfortable, just let it go. No, this is important. And that's not so much. Just let it go. Because let it go. At, at this point, you're just what's going to happen is disrespect students. I'm not disrespecting you at all, young lady. I'm not so calling that. Is it that serious that you it have to be called that? Me. It oh. is to me, and I'm trying to compromise with you here. Like, you can just call me by my name. I am compromising it. with you. What I'm calling you a beautiful young lady. I don't like that. I don't feel that way. Please don't refer to me as such. So, if I called you, if I said, hey, teacher, what's up, fat old guy? Would you feel happy about that? I'm not a fat old guy. Right. You told, so, you get if it. If you call me a beautiful woman. That's got to be one of the best exchanges ever. And God bless that teacher for holding her line. I'm telling you, we have a bunch of brainwashed, retarded people in this world. And oh, my, we are going to have to work with this. This is the inheritance of the future. God, please help us. Seriously. All right, patriots. With that, enjoy the beautiful day we have ahead. Remember, tomorrow morning, bended knee, bended knee tomorrow morning at at 6 a.m., right? 6 a.m. to kick off the day with a little word and some snarky and a great way to look at the world, and we're going to be on fire. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We're at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Bards FM. Great interview tonight. Joe Allen's coming on. Don't miss it. All about transhumanism. You will want to be there. Incredible talk. So see you then. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. 
Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples. It has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. Push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs> 